0: Normally, we start off the show with something funny, but this week, I need to take a minute and pay tribute to the person who helped nurture my love of pro wrestling when I was a kid, the assistant principal from my elementary school, Jack Clemens. Without him, there probably wouldn't be this podcast. I would not have stayed a fan without him bringing in tapes of WWF pay-per-views and letting kids take them home and watch them. You had to bring him back the next day. That was the one rule was you could take him home, but you had to bring him back the next day because there'd be somebody waiting for him. And without that, I don't know that I would have ended up being the fan that I was. I wouldn't have met the rest of the guys that do this show. A lot of the people that we've had on the show, I never would have continued as a fan and this wouldn't be happening. We lost him this week. He was a tremendous guy teacher, educator for 30 plus years and just an amazing person. And I just want to say thank you, Jack, and rest in peace.
1: Welcome back to the Other Shit Podcast. I am your host, Chris Spiker, and along with us this evening, we have Drew Thez himself. Hello, everybody. And our producer extraordinaire, Michael T.S. Herrick. What's up? Who told me the Marvels wasn't terrible, and he was right. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It was a good movie. Hey, watching Samuel Jackson chase a bunch of cats eating people through... <laughs> The space station was worth the price of Disney Plus for the month. Okay, there you go. We have the special preview show for the Elimination Chamber in Perth, Down Under, at five a.m. Eastern Time Saturday morning. I think only one of us on this call will be awake at five a.m. on Saturday morning to watch the show. Right, Mike? Which one of you is getting up? Because I'm <laughs> not. I might still be up. My toddler will determine if I'm awake for that or not. I might actually get up in
0: the morning. morning. Oh, it's Australian, duh. yeah. What's Australia dude Yeah. If it was like three o'clock, I could make that work. I could stay up and watch all of it. But in case it runs three plus hours, there's no way I'm staying up to watch it or getting up that early to watch it. I'll catch it Saturday evening, probably.
1: That's honestly what I was thinking, honestly, unless JJ gets up.
0: Right. Get a pizza or something and we'll watch it then.
1: Yeah. Plus, it has some stuff on that Christine will probably be interested in. I know she's not going to get up that early on her day off. Elimination Chamber, the last big stop on the road to WrestleMania, gentlemen. Indeed. We're going to start off with the Undisputed Tag Team Championship match between the Judgment Day of Balor and Priest against the new Catch Republic. I love that tag team name of Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates. There's only four matches on the show, but all four of them are probably going to be really fucking good. To start off, I must say, I know we've discussed the condensed versions of shows where it's not like 18 matches. It gives them time to be as good as they're going to be, and I feel all four of these matches are going to deliver big time.
2: Yeah, I'm stoked for these matches on this card. I'm really stoked for
0: this
1: tag team match.
0: If this tag match doesn't get 20 minutes, I'm going to be pretty disappointed because these guys should be able to put on one hell of a match, especially if they're going to open the show. You know they're going to go all out, balls to the wall, kicking ass all around the place, and it's going to be great. I mean, it's all
1: four guys who can go, and we know they can go. And Judgment Day's had a really good string of defenses. I don't expect this one to be any different. This could be potential match of the year. The tag team division on both shows is remarkable right now. And we keep getting great match after great match after great match from the Judgment Day for the belt. I mean, Judgment Day and DIY, which I kind of agree with Mike. I expected them to win the belts right there. Kind of sad they didn't. You know, them against the Creed's. Just match after match. And I give them credit for rebuilding this tag team division. I mean, it was probably last year too, but it's continued
0: to be good. I'm glad to see that they're actually using real tag teams and not just random singles guys thrown together because we're going to split them up real quick and work an angle. DIY was such a fantastic tag team in NXT. Bait and done. even if they haven't teamed a long time, they've worked with each other for so many years. They're so familiar with each other that it shows in how they work. Like you, I felt like DIY should have been the ones to take the titles and maybe they still will be. I don't know. but. I do like the name, the New Catch Republic, yeah. I like that we're back to Pete Dunn instead of Butch. Thank God. So if they're the ones that take the belts, I'm okay. I see Judgment Day winning,
1: unless this is where Truth screws Priest out of the belt, but I think Judgment Day will keep the belts at least till Mania, because I think that Awesome Truth will end up being the ones that win it, like a multi-team match and give Truth his big moment, because Truth has consistently been the man every single week in this angle.
0: yeah. That's a possibility, although I kind of wonder if Maurice's health situation may throw attention to that. True. We may not see The Miz too much here coming up. I don't know. True.
1: Best wishes to her, man. That's rough. Yeah. That's
0: That's terrible. terrible. So it's very possible that they could still win the titles at Mania and then drop them to somebody else, you know, a week or two later on Raw like that.
1: You give them the big Mania moment. Truth deserves it. Miz has always been a steady hand.
0: I feel like you could still work that match without even having the tag belts involved. If you put them on New Catch Republic here, then they could work a match with DIY or the Creeds or Pretty Deadly. You, uh, A Town down under. There's lots of options.
1: You throw them in the multi man match with the Authors of Pain, and there you go, you get to throw back to old school NXT with the Authors of Pain versus DIY. Yeah, they had some great matches
0: together. I gotta say, they made them look good last week. Yep. Squash that AOP had very much the old Crockett Road Warriors vibe to it, and those guys are monsters, they're so fucking big. Yeah, and they can play the role, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: They're feuding with the Street Profits who weren't exactly small dudes either. So, you know, you get the right. big, meaty men slapping meat.
0: Although, credit to Angelo Dawkins, that dude's lost some weight. <laughs> yes. In the last, I don't know, six, eight months, he's trimmed down and looks to be in amazing shape currently. Not that he was, like, fat or anything before, but he was just a big guy, and he seems to have slimmed down a little bit.
1: I'm literally sitting here, as we're recording, writing down a list of tag teams that we have. and. New Day, DIY, Judgment Day, Imperium, Awesome Truth, the Street Profits, the AOP. I mean, you could go on and on. And as Mike said, they're real tag teams. They're not just guys thrown together for the sake of throwing them together. But that's a huge picture here. And I'm glad that they're giving these teams time to shine.
2: I was digging Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker together in NXT.
1: Their NXT tag team champs don't mean that they can't come up to the main roster together. And here's where the idea of Baron Corbin going back to the main roster, I'm okay with that. If it's him and Breaker together, although I would love to see Breaker in a singles tear, they're over as a tag team. Wolf dogs, baby. Wolf dogs. They were great in the Dusty Tournament. Their conversation about the team name cracks me up, though. I hate that name.
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go find, search out their match. Against the D'Angelo's from last week when they won the tag titles on NXT. Great match. Really was. And their match with Trick and Mello was really good at. Yeah. I don't know. I would be fine bringing them up together or whatever. There's something magic about Corbin in NXT that I'm almost afraid that bringing him out of that environment, it won't come with him.
2: He can be dominant there, you know? Yeah. Instead and, of just a fish in the, the bigger pond.
1: And I mean, for the most part, he is dominant down there. And he's doing great. I mean, he's done nothing but great work. And this coming from a guy who perpetually shit on him for how long. And all of a sudden, he got down to NXT, started churning out, you know, with the exception of the Gable Stevenson match. He has been putting on great match after great match after great match. And I'm sorry, I think Braun's destined for bigger and better things as a singles guy. But that's just me. Oh, for sure. For sure. I don't want to think Corbin's home back, because as I said, I enjoy the tag team, but... Hopefully he gets something to do at WrestleMania because that dude's got superstar written all over him.
2: If they do the Andre Battle Royal, that's probably where they'll dump a lot of guys. Yeah, it'll be on yeah, SmackDown. But... Battle Royal, so bring it on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to the match at hand. I say Judgment Day wins. It's going to be a hard-fought, incredible match. I think the numbers game will get the best of Baton done like it normally does. As I said, unless you have the R-Truth run in, which could potentially be a thing if he's not too busy hanging out with DX. So, I'm going with Finn and Priest to win. Drew? I don't know all the intricacies
2: of the angle, per se, but I'm going with Dune and Bait. I just think maybe uh, this might be where Priest really starts focusing on his money in the bank challenge, where he might use it, and really starts focusing his strategy on that, as opposed to worrying about Finn and tag team belts. It may even create a little jealousy with Finn. Who knows?
0: I'm kind of in the same mindset there, Drew. I think you dropped the titles here, because Rhea is not gonna drop that title later so this gives you a title change on this show and a big deal for australia being their first pay-per-view and however long will that make Rhea look stronger too you think hell yeah and for them to not yeah oh my god and it's going to i think be the catalyst for the breakup of the judgment day or if not the breakup the removal of damian priest from the judgment day and I think maybe you have Truth come out and cost them somehow. Maybe you have JD McDonough cost them and that brings back up the tension between him and Priest leading to an exit for Priest. I don't know. I think especially if Miz is going to be around enough to do a Mania match, you do Truth costing them the titles here. Truth and Miz cost them a rematch on Raw in a week or two and that sets up their Mania program and it gets done and Bait going the other way with the tag titles. And then you have a falling out during the Mania match between Balor and Priest where maybe Balor slaps Priest or something like that. And Priest is just like, fuck you, and leaves leaves him high and dry because he's got the briefcase and he doesn't need him then. Rick Martel. Yeah, so I'm definitely going Dunn and Bait here because I think it's time for the tag title reign to end. I'd be excited to see the Dune and Bait DIY matches
2: too if there were to be some. Absolutely. I'd be through the roof. Against the Creeds. That would be fantastic.
1: One of the best moves ever Brutus is his his name. Yeah, yeah, the Brutus Ball. Yeah, it's crazy. You see him hitting that on like one of the authors pain is gonna be like the visual when it finally happens.
2: He reminds me of you remember the show
0: Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Yes. The big football player kid. He reminds me of Ben Ruby. Abraham Ben Ruby was the actor. Yeah. I well, never even thought about that. Holy shit, Drew. He's like a shorter, more compact version. Oh my God.
2: It's just like always like jovial, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the round face and stuff. Yes. And yeah.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> and the thing about the Judgment Day splitting is if you notice, it's always been the guys in the segments. Rhea has not been with them for quite a few of their segments with Truth and whoever else. So I wonder if that's going to continue kind of the divide there because rhea is massively over on her own and that's not me just saying it because you know it's my thing well it's like
2: her and damien have been kind of going back and forth like at war games and stuff i'm in charge and i'm i'm in charge you know they're doing that whole i'm in charge shit you know and if they drop the belts here on this show and she defends that's the leverage she needs to say i'm in charge here's the gold so that makes sense from a storyline point, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a great match. Whoever wins, we all win because it's going to be a fucking great match. Yeah, I'm predicting it now. It's going to be, if it's not the match of the year, it's going to be a top three match of the year. I think this has potential to be fire.
0: Especially if they get at least 20 minutes. Give them yep. plenty of time to tell a story. Just let them go, you know? I mean, realistically,
2: the average PLE runs, what, about three, three and a half hours? Roughly. If they give both chamber matches an hour, Rhea's going to get, you know she's going to get 20, 30 minutes. That still leaves almost an hour if they go 3.30. then you got bumpers and promos, but I mean, both the chamber matches aren't going to go an hour apiece. No. I'm looking for both of these, the tag match and the single, to get at least 20 to 25. I would say even maybe close to 30. Because even if you went 30 minutes for both of them and an hour for both chambers, that's still only two and a half hours. Then all your bumpers, your Austin Theory's game show or whatever the hell that thing is. (laughs) (laughs) He's got one, too. And then Grayson has one, too, right? The Waller.
1: Yeah, the Waller Effect
2: is where Cody and Rollins are going to be on. Does Austin Theory have one of those shows?
0: Thought he had a show, too. He might have done something. I can't remember. It wouldn't surprise me. They've tried a number of different interview segment deals here and there.
2: Those dudes are such good workers and stuff. But I just like To me, it's almost impossible to differentiate them from each other. (laughs) It's like the same fucking guy. They're like a Voltron. They just turn into one giant douche.
1: (laughs) Very punchable faces.
2: Yeah, they're. but that's what we want, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's their job. They're natural heels, as I fucking hate them. (laughs) that That is the job, and they both do it well. But not in a personal way. In a wrestling way, I hate them.
0: Why don't we go from the tag match here into Rhea versus Naya to keep the Judgment Day theme? I feel like this has got to be a showcase for Rhea getting to do this in her home country and just be a star. So I think Naya has been light years better this go-round than any of her previous stints. Agreed. I think this match has real potential to be very good.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that they have built Nia to be a credible enough threat. Obviously, is not dropping the title for WrestleMania, if at all. But you believe that Nia is a badass bitch that is going to stand a real challenge to her of taking it from her in her home country. If the previous regime was booking, it might actually happen. But guess what? I don't see the mommy train stopping anytime soon.
2: I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. naya has been rolling, dude, and comparatively, like the style of work she's doing right now, to me, on a level of like impact, and I mean like the actual like visual impact that her moves are having, reminds me of like Yokozuna. who's dropping the big leg, like it it fucking looks dangerous, you know. When she's dropping the fucking bonsai drop, it looks dangerous, you know. And but she's not killing people now. She's figuring it out. That's good. And she's got that Yokozuna kind of impact. I could see her winning this match and I've predicted her to win because I think this is where you're going to see the fallout of the Judgment Day. This is where Rhea becomes a baby face and then she'll be on Maybelline commercials and cereal boxes and all kinds of shit. Regis and Kelly,
0: (laughs) or whoever. I don't know. Who's on in the mornings now, man? I think it's Kelly and her husband, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is now. Who's her Um, husband? He was like a soap opera actor. I think they met on whatever soap opera she used to be on before she did the whole daytime TV thing. I feel like there would be a lot of backlash to Nia winning. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like all, I said, double Online, just, just from the people that believe that The Rock is coming in and calling all the shots and making all the decisions and all of that kind of stuff, you know? I feel like people would be like, oh, this is The Rock taking care of his family again. And if you really, if that's Which the angle one want play up, Story. I mean, it could. You could definitely play it up that way. I mean, you could fucking deep, dude. You could have Naomi win the Elimination Chamber and have her win the other women's title at Mania. If you really wanted to play up, if The Rock's going to be around for a while and on TV and you want to play up some kind of bloodline versus WWE long-term thing, you could do that because she's married into the bloodline, Naomi, and Nia's
2: got the family connection, so hey. Could The Rock become like the new Mr.
0: McMahon character,
2: the evil owner?
0: They're they're kind of (laughs) playing it that way currently, positioning him against Triple H, like on that press conference out in Vegas, you know. So it's possible. Is that the catalyst to the next big wrestling boom? I don't know for sure, but you could try it, I guess. You're losing a lot of momentum if it shits the bag, man. Yeah, Yeah. so I don't think they will, but there are people I've already seen online saying, The Rock's doing this and The Rock's doing that, and because The Rock's on the board, Roman's not going to lose, Cody's going to get screwed over, and That's another thing. I'm just saying if Naya won, that segment would get a lot louder and have something to at least base their claims and thoughts on at that point if Naya was to go over here.
1: As you said, there may be
0: a backlash, and
1: they already had to kind of curveball from the last backlash they got.
0: But I got to say, I think it's playing out much more beautifully than what they were going to do by far. Oh, absolutely. And, and better than anything else they probably could have actually done.
1: Because you have single-handedly made Cody versus Roman the most important title match in a long time at a WrestleMania, I feel at least
0: since last year of mania
1: well i mean i feel this is even bigger because now you have all the extra drama behind it you have a lot of what ifs to answer between now and mania and might not even be answered till that night of mania i think i might know how it's gonna play out but i love hollywood rock i'm so glad rock's a bad guy because i love bad guy rock i like him saying the f word I don't give a fuck. I like it. You know him just coming out and just being that brash, arrogant bastard. Because I was a huge fan of him when he showed up and took over the nation, and was was a keel rock the first time. I was a huge fan. He's such an asshole, and that's awesome. And then when he was the corporate champ, and I'm like, there's something about he can play both sides of the line well.
0: As long as he's more the Nation or corporate rock and not the smarmy Hollywood rock when he came back singing the songs and all of that thing, I'd much rather see $500 shirt-wearing Nation of Domination rock than talking about the Hamburglar and everything else Hollywood rock. Yeah, but Hollywood Rock didn't put
1: over the hurricane,
0: though. Yeah, but I feel he's been more of that Nation of Domination one, too, you know, and more of the, I don't know, it's like things haven't gone well for him in Hollywood here lately anyway. I mean, last few movies have bombed his attempt to take over the DCEU. Totally failed. Yeah. And coming back to wrestling is like his safe haven. And maybe he sticks around. And I mean, not on TV every week, but maybe he's around Once or twice a month going forward for the rest of the year or however long they want to play this out. If this isn't all a swerve and he's helping Cody in the end, because I've already seen something from like their promo last week where they do the We The Ones thing and everybody else puts up one finger, but The Rock put up finger and a thumb like an L.
1: Yeah, there's there's that conspiracy theory.
0: There's little things like that I've seen. I guess I'm not watching it with an eagle eye looking for signals and clues. This isn't lost on abc 15 years ago or whatever you know but hey who knows we'll just enjoy the ride and hope it goes to the right place
1: yeah i mean now we have you know getting back to the match in hand it's gonna be a great match i think this might be the best singles match nia Jax ever has
0: i mean (laughs) i'm not sure what it'd be competing with for sure yeah what i'm saying though yeah her work has been so much better in this go-round that i would be shocked if it's not the best match she's ever been in
1: Let's just say Nia somehow wins. You've already kind of positioned the man versus mommy for Mania. You had that tease at the press conference, and I didn't realize until recently that match has never been done. That's a money match right there. Not the money match I'd want to see, but oh well.
2: Becky and Nye is built in too though. I mean like exactly. we'll see that
1: what I'm getting to because Becky then beat Nia for the belt and says, Come and get it, and Rhea does it again, and then you can have her checking off the
0: horse one every year. It's a possibility that you build it to a three-way match for Mania. Which is fine. I mean Because they've intertwined the storylines with the three of them
1: this whole time. I mean anything is possible and the whole theme of this is anything is possible right now. And that's awesome.
0: Anything is possible in a good way. Not just like, oh, hey, here's this match out of left field that is going to be on on Wednesday. We're telling you on Monday or we're telling you on Saturday. Anything could happen because they are building things in a way that there are multiple avenues for a story to go because they've laid the groundwork. And it's not simply A to B to C.
1: Triple H fan, a long-term booking because he's an old Crockett fan. You know, he remembers the old days way back when you would be doing stuff like this. And it's bleeding through into the booking now of, okay, you know, we have all these stories and they're slowly coming together and they're all going to kind of mold together, kind of like the Rumble match. You have all these stories, you're going to expand on them. And all of a sudden we're coming to WrestleMania where you finish a story, no pun intended, and you go build later on. It's a very exciting time. I never thought I'd be saying this as a wrestling fan. They used to book from WrestleMania backwards.
0: I'd really like to be able to try and pinpoint when that stopped. I mean, it's obviously around the Russo becoming yeah. a prominent voice era, but was it 13 mm-hmm. with Brett Austin and thirteen still pretty tr- traditional? I would say
2: 14 mm-hmm. is where definitely you think they had the plan in place of Austin so- and Michaels at 14? Because the original plan was for Michaels to drop it back to Bret, return the favor from WrestleMania 12. And, you know, smiles were lost, all these other things. <laughs> Sid ends up shitting himself. It was a whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> but, but I still believe that it was booked in reverse at that point. I think that was, though, when that main event was scrapped, basically, and it wasn't last minute, but it was... You know, they had to come up with another plan pretty quick.
0: Probably six months out. That's why I'm saying I feel like maybe 13 was the last one where they booked it from WrestleMania back. Right. And That's that they probably true. started they had that probably precipitated that right they probably had 14 done that way and then plans changed but i don't know the booking always made a lot more sense when you booked that way yeah because going forward from probably 14 15 and
2: 16 those were all like crash tv wrestlemanias you know (laughs) everything was kind of just i don't know those weren't very good in my opinion wrestlemania made a big comeback for 17 and 18 16 was wrestlemania 2000 right yep triple H, big show oh mcfoley and the rock i think in the four That was when they were all on saturday night live and all that shit. yeah yeah and the match it, was just a
0: stinker that's when you saw the comedic chops that the big show had yeah he was great on he stole the show for sure
2: next thing you know captain insane was on the scene
0: <laughs> it's got that kind of feel to the booking of those days when you booked from mania backwards and had a plan cohesive Full escape plans too yes Always have an escape hatch and never fry bacon naked. (laughs) That's asking for trouble. I got to go with mommy. Obviously you're picking Rhea. I think it's going to be Rhea also, but I do drew bringing up the idea of Nia winning and then walking through the possibility of having the evil board member rock manipulating and pulling strings behind the scene for more family members. I don't necessarily love that idea, but it's an interesting idea, and if they went that route, I wouldn't have too much issue with it. Let's put it that way. So, I'm gonna go Rhea. I think she probably keeps the belt, goes on to face Becky, and honestly, I would assume, defeats Becky at Mania, because Becky doesn't need the rub at this point. She doesn't. Seth should be taken off at least three months, if not six months after Mania anyway, to heal up and get everything right with him so if i'm seth and i'm gonna be off that time i'd like my wife to be off that same time we can do stuff with the kid because did you guys see any of the backstage or like before the rumble stuff they showed like becky training like running the stairs i think it was on yes. TikTok maybe like she's running the stairs in the arena for the rumble and their daughter's there And I guess I thought it was more recent that they had their kid. She's got to be three, maybe four. I don't know. She's adorable. She really is. I feel like if I was Becky, if Seth's going to be off for a while, I think I'd want to be off, too, and be able to have family Man. time. You know what I mean? I figure Rhea wins here, and wins a Mania, and goes on to I don't know what after that.
1: Also, Mike, yeah, if you were Seth, you'd look really funny, funny in one of those suits. I just want to point that yeah, out.
0: I would, if I was <laughs> Seth, I wouldn't be giving the, <laughs> you, you would look the really funny in one of bath salts routine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd like to point out that me picking Naya is just a further explanation of why my record on PLE picks is so bad. Because I usually pick kayfabe style, like who I really want to win kayfabe. You know, but I, I don't really want
0: to go back through my <laughs> notebook and try and tally up what our record is. Oh, God, because my- I know Drew and I both pick with our hearts too often. And don't necessarily go with the logical choices. Spiker and Bill both go pretty chalked uh what makes sense. But, but I could which, really see that though. Real losing and becoming yeah. this huge fucking
2: baby face, like huge, oh, yeah. you know, because, I mean, she's been a heel all this time. And she's got that stone cold thing where she's so bad. It's fucking cool. Right. Only a matter of time before they
1: hit that switch, dude. I mean, she's one out doing like promo appearances. She's such a goodwill ambassador for them that it makes sense. You know, she's becoming a hero to all these little girls now. You
0: know, who all want to be voices and stuff. I'm picking Rhea, but I wouldn't have any issue with Nia winning. And my voice doesn't stop the train, but at a certain point, I think you got to switch
2: to train's direction before yeah. it gets played out.
0: Oh, and you—I mean—you've got good reasoning
2: behind why you would go that way. Better place to start the babyface turn than her home country
1: right where she's already going to be a baby face to begin with i mean her and waller are on the show i'm surprised to have big bronson reed in the chamber and he's from australia
0: can naya pull off whatever submission move Rhea uses you could redo montreal with evil board member rock coming out <laughs> ringing the bell when naya got her locked in oh christ <laughs>
2: fucking julie hart in the fucking locker room let me tell you something dwayne It's fucking coming your way, pal.
0: I got to say, I just saw in another Facebook group, somebody posted the picture of Brett and Julie and the kids wearing the matching jackets (laughs) and all that shit. And I think it was group member Nick Politis. I hope I'm saying his name right. He's funny as hell. Okay. Yeah. He's a hilarious guy. It wasn't in our group. He had posted it in a different group, but he said, you know, I'm probably the biggest Bret Hart fan around. And even I think this is a little much. You know me and my love for Bret Hart. So I had to make a comment and say, Asterix, second biggest Bret Hart fan. The biggest Bret Hart fan is Bret Hart. (laughs) Okay, so maybe we need to get a
2: copy of that picture and Photoshop the Zaha family. (laughs) (laughs) Or just get them those jackets and send them
0: off. We got to find a picture of Shannon looking extremely pissed off. (laughs) <laughs> i'm be sure hard. it can be done i'm sure somewhere along yeah. the line there is one we just
1: make all the faces of chris Shannon's great by the way yes shannon is great hilarious yeah. too up with chris she's a saint i had such a good time hanging out with her when i met her at travis's house she was so much fun to talk to i think i might have enjoyed talking to her a little more than i enjoyed talking to her husband just saying
0: totally understandable her family
1: Now we're moving on to the chamber matches. So we'll talk about the women's first with the aforementioned Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and the newly returned Raquel Rodriguez. That's a pretty stacked six-way match right there, I must say. It's going to be a really fun women's chamber match.
0: Oh, for sure. Although I'm disappointed we don't have Jade in here.
1: Well, I can understand. You got to keep her strong and
0: I know, but I wanted a Jaden Bianca showdown to set up a Mania match. You know who I should mean, have been in this
1: match and should have won the Battle Royal? Just because I want to see what they would have did to her in the match. Chelsea Green.
0: Yeah, she had like, locked in a pod or something. Yeah. She would have tried to stay in the pod for sure. <laughs> exactly. It would have been something ridiculous trying to hide from everybody. Yeah, like Raquel ripping open the pod to come and get her or something. Exactly. It, be- it would be something stupid like that. I really wanted that Bianca and Jade because they had the tiny little moment in the Rumble, but I wanted there to be an issue with them here to set up that like massive Mania match because that's a match that doesn't need a title and it would be hyped and hot as hell agreed to see them go after each other
2: it's like a different kind of title at stake they're like the baddest right. bitch in the company exactly the EST versus est so, I mean, when they squared off, like you said, at the Royal Rumble, man, it had that warrior Hogan feeling like when it was electric. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, the craziest thing was, I may have even brought this up on the rumble show. I can't recall, but when they were facing off like that, how they're like doppelgangers physically yeah. same height size and the way Jade towered over all the women in AEW. She just looked massive compared to all of them. She doesn't look no. that imposing in the WWE ring. When she was in there in the Rumble, everybody was close to, some the same, some bigger. Still imposing still a presence, but a bigger yard you're playing in now. More talent.
0: I've, I think one interesting dynamic in this women's chamber match is are we going to see Liv and Raquel work as a team? could and, be. I mean, do you pull the demolition and start them out as one and two, let them beat on each other a little bit and then somebody comes out and then they turn and work together? Or do you have one of them start and have the other one be the first one out of a pod and let them start getting an advantage? Because Tiffany's the only heel in this matchup. Yeah, It's five babyfaces and Tiffany. If you're the rest of them, you kind of got to go after Bianca and Raquel, right? They're the physical specimens, the, the big, strong, going to kick your ass types. So Tiffany's going to be on her own, and that doesn't bode well for her, I don't think. It's a very impressive group, and I understand Liv just coming back has such a large fan base all over Twitter. Everybody loves Liv Morgan on there. So I get her being in there. Naomi's just back. I get her being in there. You gotta have Becky, because I think she's probably winning it. That's, spoiler alert, my pick. I think Becky's winning it so she can face Rhea, but Bianca's a huge star. Raquel, before she was out for a while, was, it was some kind of skin infection or something she had. I don't yeah, know. It sounded horrible. It sounded horrible. Yeah,
2: some sort of like serious eczema type thing. Ample welts and shit. Yeah. Like I slash rash hybrid. Right, like, yeah. Yeah. You know it gets all over and I think it might be like a contagion
0: also. And it was extremely painful. So I'm glad that she's over that and back and everything. But I feel like Becky wins because that's where they've kind of been building to. But man, it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamics play out here with five baby faces and one heel. Do we see Bianca or Raquel be a little more heelish in their actions? Maybe? I don't know.
1: I mean, do you position Bianca to be the heel going against Jade or do you have Jade kind of ride the ego train and have Bianca be the face?
0: Well, to Drew's point about if you start turning Rhea, do we start turning Becky heel? I was thinking Bianca. Her and Montez got the show coming. Yeah, it's out. We haven't watched it yet, but yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You could have Becky go heel because she's going to go against Rhea and maybe Rhea starts to turn face. You could have Bianca starts to turn heel because she's a badass. You could have Naomi start to turn heel if you want to lean into her connection to the bloodline. Is she married to Jay? No, she's married to Jimmy. Oh, she's married to Jimmy. Okay. She's married to Jimmy. No yeet. For the longest time, like when Amy used to watch Total Divas and I'd watch that with her, they would talk about them with their real names. Jimmy's real name is John. Yeah. And the way we remembered it was Jimmy John like Jimmy John's. And at the time, yeah. we called him the Good Oose because he was married to Naomi, and we liked Naomi, so he was the Good Oose. But then it turns out, he's not the Good Oose at all. James <laughs> the Good Oose. Shout out to the Italian nightclub, number 12. <laughs> yeah. I like the uh, spicy East Coast Italian. It's basically the same sandwich, double meat, and it's got the Jimmy Peppers.
2: Yeah, I don't do the peppers, but I always double down on the cheese and extra meat. Yeah. It can get pricey quick, but it's pretty solid. Oh, yeah. It's a $22 sandwich yeah. when I go there, but I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't go there often, so. Have you ever done the gargantuan? Yes, I have. That's and a good is. sandwich. <laughs> it is fucking good, man. You get the fucking big dog, too, so. Chocolate yeah. chip cookies at Jimmy John's are top tier. Yeah, don't sleep on the cookies, and I love their fucking chips, too. I love those crunchy chips. Yep, kettle chips are the best. I don't like crunchy shit, man, but those chips are fucking good, dude. The salt and vinegars.
3: Yeah. Yes,
0: yes.
2: Destroy those bags, dude. Me and Tatum eat the shit out of them Jimmy John chips. Oh, yeah. Damn, now I want a Jimmy John. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> oh, shit. Okay, my turn, I guess. I'm looking at the chamber. I'm picking Becky just because I think her and Nia's history, because I got Nia picked also this is for my magical mystery angle in my brain that played out but I think they're gonna reignite what is already there you know when Naya broke her nose and started the man craze and Naya comes back beats the tar out of Becky and beats her on Monday Night Raw clean as a sheet right in the ring basically reasserting herself as a force to be reckoned with before the Rumble and performed well at the Rumble I could see her and Becky having the match at Mania if Naya wins the belt so I'm picking Becky but I could see Bianca becoming a heal here also cuz i think Rhea's is going to be start turning baby face so they're going to kind of do a double turn but not like directly with one another so liv i think has is a lot of uh, intrigue here. She's back from injury now, but before, she was in a pretty good spot. You know, she won the belt from Ronda, lost the belt to Ronda. She was very good in that angle, that feud. Really sold the arm well and the shoulder and everything. And I thought she'd worked that angle great for what you would think would be such a different athletic level Right, between them. I thought she did more than hold her own. And she's shown well since being back. She's a tough, tough gal, and she's definitely getting better. So I think she's intriguing in the match, tip. Stephanie Stratton, fucking awesome in NXT as the champ down there and a surprisingly really good worker. Like when you, I hate to generalize or whatever, but you know, you see her and you're like, oh, the Tory Wilson, oh, the, that's what you would picture, but she's not the bra and panties match girl. She's she's an ass kicker, dude. <laughs> yeah, she and, is. she's a really good hand in the ring too. She's really fucking good, and to me, that's like, her and Tiffany is like a feud waiting to happen right there, and I think they have really good matches together. Naomi, fresh off the comeback at the Rumble, fucking, she's a really good worker. I mean, she showed that in working with Jordan Grace, and Raquel is, I hate to say it, man, because I think she's fucking great, but she, I think she's always going to be that breakout star that Never gonna break out, you know, kind of like a Shelton okay. Benjamin type, or I don't know, somebody like, oh, they're the next big thing, but it's like you're, well, she's like almost retired, you know. It just it never happens for some. Always and, a
0: bridesmaid, never a bride.
2: Yes, I don't, I just don't see her ever getting over getting that big win. I just don't see it. But she's always gonna be in the mix and always have the potential, and they're always gonna give her the old JR type commentary. Oh, she's a blue chipper, and she's a, and she played nose tackle for Colorado and. You know, <laughs> Whatever the hell she did, you know, you feel like she's the fucking next big thing, you know, yeah. which is what you want to do with your commentary and your stuff. But I just feel like she's going to be that like Natalia, you know, never won the big one, you know, tag belts, secondary stuff maybe one day she'll get that run at the rumble where she throws out seven or nine people but i just don't see her ever i can see her getting a match in a main event and doing the the underdog build-up she's waiting all this time building that type of story and then of course losing (laughs) because that's the story she can't win the big one
0: so do you see her as the woman who works with the woman Uh, Hot Rod, shout out to Hot Rod Rodney Swift here. He always says Triple H was the guy that worked with the guy, not the guy.
2: I don't think she'll always be in the main events and being in that upper tier. That's where I think she gets right up there to work that one main event on a SummerSlam. The best player on your B-team type thing. Your sixth man off the bench. Like, I could see her getting that title shot at Backlash against Rhea or whoever, you know. But just, like, I was really hopeful for Zelina, too, you know. She showed great fucking match down in Puerto Rico at Backlash last year. Oh, yeah. and the LWO stuff's great but it was like the momentum it just went away you know I don't know if that was just because the she had the home crowd you know kind of like how Rhea's gonna have the home crowd at, at this show but I was hoping for more for Zelina throughout last year after that because I thought that was a big match for her and she was great in that match.
0: She was fantastic. We talked about it back then she and EO both that was like breakout performances yeah. and EO's the only one that whether I don't want to say she's the only one that capitalized on it because again you have to be given the opportunity to capitalize on it and i don't think that zelina was really afforded any opportunity to build any momentum coming out of that well yeah i think like the damage
2: control angle was just stronger than the lwo angles
0: i would like to see zelina and electro lopez get into some stuff here with the legato versus lwo that we're going so maybe a mixed tag at mania getting them involved something there's ways but yeah i mean zelina deserves something because she did put in the work and she got better for sure. I mean, you go back to when she and Carmella were tag champs to where Zelina was in that match in Puerto Rico, and it's night and day work-wise, so she definitely made strides and put in the effort, so I'd like to see her get something at some point. But I, I understand where you're coming from as far as Raquel goes, because it's starting to get crowded at the top. Even with Charlotte out injured right now, you've got Bailey, you've got Io, you've got Becky, you've got Rhea, you've got Nia, you've got Jade, you've got Bianca. I mean, the hits just keep on coming, you
2: You know, Sasha Banks is still floating around out there in the life raft.
0: I mean, I think she's pretty much debuting in AEW in a few weeks. I
2: I haven't heard or seen.
0: Well, I mean they haven't said it's a done deal, but they advertised a big show coming up in Boston in uh, like the middle of March. I didn't pay attention to the graphic but apparently they used like the dollar signs from the whole another devil in- mask. It seems that way. I know you and I both really had wanted her to show up at the Rumble and be on Bailey's side in this damage control thing, but unfortunately I don't think we're going to get there.
2: Still, never say never. It's wrestling.
0: and Yeah, until she shows
2: and, and up. Guy, what kind of businessman as he is he have like a cutthroat murder, right. put him out That's you
1: know <laughs> whoever, just sign him i don't give a shit well, that is toshi she knocks out one of the young bucks and shows up a few months later <laughs> on wwe television she's tired of working with children i'm tired <laughs>
0: i'm hurt <laughs> i'm know, tired until she shows up on aew i won't believe it and kind of like i didn't know if bill was going to be here and now he's shown up what's but up I mean, big
3: man bill's not here this is referee jimmy Corderas. Check in to say hi. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with Becky. Becky is my pick.
0: Yeah, same
1: here. Becky for me. I'll make it three. I mean, you guys make a pretty sound, logical case for... Why it should be. Yeah, whether it's Rhea or Nia, I think it's Becky. I think this might be the best women's chamber match we see, just with the talent involved.
0: Who's the weak link in the ring here out of those six? I mean, is it Liv? Probably. Is it Raquel? Yeah, I, mean, I
2: think yeah, I think Raquel's gonna be the one that takes everything. You know, whoever hits a big move, whoever's hitting a finisher, whoever's hitting right. you know, the oh my gosh stuff, and plus she's gonna be the base, she's gonna be the catcher for a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean a lot of times you'd have like a Carmella or somebody in there that was a clear, one of these things is not like the other. Should And it's like if Liv or Raquel are the worst workers in a match, a six woman match, you're pretty solid. I mean,
2: somebody's got to have to take the fall. I mean, that's all there is to it. But I don't think anybody will look bad for doing it in a match I, like this because it's going to be brutal and a fucking a marathon. Who do you think the final two are then? Becky and Bianca. Yeah. Unless there's something screwy that happens that gets Bianca out earlier that precipitates her getting angry and showing those
0: heelish motives and tendency. Or or do you go the other way and Jade comes out as a distraction taunting Bianca from outside and Bianca gets okie-doked and rolled up. That's interesting too. Who's going to be the heel if they run these
2: two together? Are they going to let the crowd pick? I think if they try that, it's just going to end up 50-50. Yeah, it's going to be gray gray so i think they gotta have somebody do a definitive action one way or the other
0: i think it's either becky bianca or becky naomi as your last
2: two if it's going to be somebody besides becky and bianca i'm thinking maybe Liv. right could be the following that she has and proven track record, of working bigger matches and stuff and delivering.
0: Normally, I would say Tiffany'd be the first one eliminated. But as the only true heel in the match, I feel like she's got to stick around for a little while. Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how they work this. Who else works a little bit heelish? I mean, everybody could work a little heelish, I guess. Yeah, could Raquel work a little heelish, maybe? Yeah, I, she could. I think Bianca could Becky could Liv would be like the most Liv and Naomi would be the most out of character and out of nowhere heel actors. I think here's something somebody's got to step up and do it.
2: It's kind of known and played up the way like a lot of the superstars are on social media and they kind of use that sometimes on stuff. Um, Raquel and Rhea are like really good buddies. And you could see something where she becomes like a policeman for Rhea in this match, maybe, and changes the outcome. Yeah, and Trying to get to Rhea's handpicked opponent, you know, type yeah. of thing. And that's way out there, but, you know, that's one of those uh, Uncle B.S. situations.
0: <laughs> 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 February 24, 2024. Yeah, where were you, November twenty-second, 1963? Working in the Dallas Bank oh, deposit yeah. with a young man named Lee oh
2: god
3: damn all right what about you bill who do you think is gonna win (laughs) sorry guys you guys all want becky so i'm gonna go bianca Belair, just to be different always the contrarian Yep, just to be difficult
2: (laughs) raging against the wrestling machine that's right
0: we wouldn't have you any other way man now on to the men's chamber
1: we have drew mcintyre randy orton bobby lashley la knight kevin owens and logan paul winner this gets an opportunity to go after Seth Rollins or whoever the champ is at Wrestlemania 40. I'm going with Bobby
2: Lashley and the reason why is because Bronson Reed made a tweet saying it's a real shitty thing that I'm not even going to be on the card in my home country and and Bobby Lashley's like hey man don't even worry about it I'm going to win and then you get the first title shot at Wrestlemania. (laughs) (laughs) I was like that's it that's all I need
0: to know Bobby (laughs) Lashley. (laughs) chrissy approves of this decision i'm going drew yeah that's the logical one (laughs) they've done such an amazing job of building him in this heel turn where he's just the straight up dickhead not like your typical 80s movie villain dickhead kind of guy just like the i can kick the shit out of you we both know i can kick the shit out of you so i'm gonna stand in front of your face and talk shit to you because you can't really do anything about it and fuck you i win yeah. He's been phenomenal. So good in this role here. Just it's so funny to look back when he was Remember when he was the fucking chosen one? Oh yeah. The fucking scrawny ass kid. I mean, he, <laughs> he was, was still terrible. big. He was still big. <laughs> not nearly as massive and uh, with the whole clean-shaven look, he had such a baby face to him. Even though he was young, he looked even younger. And as like the hand-picked guy and whatever, that was fine, but man, has he grown. Yeah. Not only in ring this
3: promo. Yeah, I mean It's like almost like Jake the Snake had a baby with <laughs> God, who else? Not Tully Blanchard, but he's like real ominous, but then he can kind of bring it up. He's great and he's won me over pretty good with this.
0: Yeah. Now the Jake
3: shout's a good one. Mm. Who else is he kind of reminiscent of? Sort of Arn Andersony? Sort of. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think of who else I'm thinking of. It's one of those things that'll pop in later, but I mean maybe getting- only and yeah maybe Oli. yeah uh, it's kind of it's not what i was it's not clicking but it makes a lot of sense because he's got that same kind of he's intense but he's not screaming at you like a raving maniac right i mean he rises up a little bit but he never goes like full-on lunatic so he's he's really got some charisma going he's really entertaining he's got that little tinge of smart ass in him right You know, the means, like, bully, he's good, man. He really, like you said, he's standing in front of you. He could kick your ass, but he's, like, you know, going to rub it in and make funny in the meantime. What are you going to do about it? Exactly, yeah. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself.
0: (laughs) Kind of that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yep. You look at like Magneto, for example, as a villain who believes everything he's doing is justified and he's right about it. Like the best bad guys are the ones that are convinced that what they're doing is the right thing. Yep and that's what drew's character here is he's been fucked over whatever yep. seth i would have taken this belt off of you already if people didn't fucking ruin it and stick their nose in i'm better than you and as soon as i get another chance to prove it without somebody getting in the middle of it you're gonna find out too
3: you can take that whole covid champion thing and turn it on its head and make it a real big chip. Well, yeah he is he makes it a real big chip on his shoulder which is rightfully so yeah. and it gives him that magneto sort of righteousness
0: That's the word I needed. Righteousness. Yeah, exactly. Because he had the momentum and he got a big moment, but nobody was there to witness it. And it's not exactly the, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, doesn't make a sound. But it's in that vein of, you win a title at WrestleMania, but if there's not a crowd there to cheer it on, did you really win a title at Mania?
1: Right. And then he got screwed over every time
0: afterwards. Yeah. And using that as motivation and priest sticking his nose in and stopping him a few times, plenty of justification for what he's doing.
1: And the shirt of him sitting over the grave of CM Punk's WrestleMania moment is free and hysterical.
0: Not as a heel, because this character in TV isn't really a heel, but very much Raylan given vibes. If you've watched Justified in the standing in front of you, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do. And you better believe I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. And that's what he's doing. I'm going to kick your ass and take your belts out. that's all there is to it. You can't stop me.
3: I'd say Seth Rollins is Boyd Crowder, but I like Boyd Crowder. <laughs> True McIntyre, goddamn, He's more dewy. <laughs> yeah, right. He was
0: a little crackhead. that's <laughs> kind of that way.
3: <laughs> I'll give CM Punk Boyd Crowder because they're likable say. assholes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. WWE is justified characters. There we
3: go. <laughs> that's the action figures I want to buy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we have Logan Paul in the match. What kind of spots does Logan
3: Paul do for a viral video moment? He's going to shove a bottle of Prime up his pooper.
0: Definitely jumping off the top of a pod, maybe climbing up to the top of the cage and doing a backflip, you know, from hanging from it or something. Or he
1: jumps into an
2: RKO. I'll say, I look for him and KO to continue their feud in the match. Yeah.
3: I think he's the one dark horse that could possibly, I wouldn't, I'm not picking him, but he could maybe win because him and Seth would probably be a big thing draw for WrestleMania, but it's definitely going to be Drew.
1: I feel if not, we have been deprived of something awesome because Drew is, incredible right now
0: well i think we know if drew has re-signed or re-upped or whatever based on the outcome of this match
1: yeah
0: if somebody else goes over it's probably because he didn't like the last contract offer and he's bouncing or
1: does somebody like randy win who may or may not make it to wrestlemania depending how he's physically feeling and then drew destroys him puts him out and wins the title shot anyways therefore getting him more over
0: To me, anybody that wins, you better wrap in fucking bubble wrap at this point and keep them protected until mania. We can't have too many more injuries or anything. You're going to have to make some major changes. More
1: so than they already have. Okay, so I think we're all in agreement that with the exception of Drew, that Drew is winning. I mean, our Drew is always a winner. Drew's
2: probably going to go one for four on the show. (laughs) That's okay.
1: Right. I'd ask Drew what he's making food-wise for the show, but it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't think he'll be making much anything. I don't know, man. I'm getting old, dude. I got to get up at 5 to take a piss. (laughs) That's my internal
2: clock, man. I'm awake in the morning no matter what. Right, right. But the freedom to lounge about and Lays Freely. (laughs) Always a wonderful thing. Right.
1: I think no matter what time you watch it, this is going to be a really fun show. Leading to the biggest granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania.
3: Did you hear that Herb Abrams is going to go in the Hall of Fame this year?
2: <laughs> he's not really going in. He's just the Warrior recipient. <laughs> it's an ancillary award. Couldn't track any living family members, so we have a representative from Vaseline here. <laughs> Herb <laughs> was Her a really- a guy, like- a guy <laughs> would buy vats of that shit. <laughs> Yeah, but logically, right. I think Drew's going to win, but but I'm going with Bobby. I think Bobby's due for a big win, man.
0: Yeah, it's been a little bit
2: for him. And now that the Beast is gone, that kind of takes away his go-to opponent for when you don't have an angle for Bobby.
1: Bobby and the Prophets are still feuding with
0: Cross and the- Do you think it comes down to Drew and Orton or Drew and L.A. Knight?
1: I think either one of them is going to get a huge crowd response being the last one in there. I think LA Knight being so close again would be a heartbreak. So they might go with that. But, I mean, this might be Randy's last chance, too.
0: It would probably feel bigger if Drew puts down Orton or Lashley at the end, right? Or maybe KO. I feel like putting down Orton at the end might have the biggest feel because he's the most accomplished. Drew and Orton do have history, so. Right. Whatever it's going to be, it should be a really good match. Yeah. Early race.
3: As that's as what as I as was as as think. thinking of, Drew, okay. talking about
0: Drew. Yeah. 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 You could see him giving the somebody take the damn money promo. The believability of Early. Right. Doesn't change inflection a lot. Just matter of fact, I'm better than you. I'm going to kick mm-hmm. ass. Nothing that you can do can stop it Yeah.
2: God's that's a good call. <laughs> I'm God's green earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a piss poor Scottish accent.
0: As good as this match is going to be, I think it might be the quote unquote worst match we get of the night.
2: Yeah, I see it kind of maybe being a little slower pace, you know, Yeah, but more impact, more harder hitting. And right. I'm wondering if we're going to see Solo come out and cost Randy another match. That's
0: not We're a terrible just, idea. We'll to a mania. That's why I think
2: Bobby's going to sneak in and he's going to finish Drew off at the end, which he's still got weeks before WrestleMania. There's still Monday Night Raw's and other shit in between where Drew can get it back, where maybe so. Montez takes over leadership of the faction, knocks Bobby out of the driver's seat and gets it back to Drew. Another ridiculous angle.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, stranger things have
0: happened, bro. It's a strong four-match card. Should be a good time at whatever point. During the day, somebody watches it. Yeah. We're definitely looking forward to it here. We're excited to check it out. Yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to eat. I might get some arroz con pollo. Yeah, that'd be good for elimination chamber. Shit, we may have to do Mexican food. <laughs> you may have talked me into it. What are you going to do, Spiker? Depends what time of the day we end up
1: watching it. I don't think we'll be watching it early in the morning or in the afternoon. So it depends. You know, we may just curl up and watch it later on at night because we got a busy Saturday. We'll see. I mean, we might do pizza Friday night because doing the meatless Friday things, but a margarita pie sounds pretty banging right about now. So who knows? Maybe we'll do quesadillas or something because
3: Christine did mention quesadillas.
1: Bill's
2: going to eat Burger King and fall asleep.
3: probably do chicken wing dip, and I think maybe make it chilly, like I did for the super bowel. And probably fall asleep. Probably fall asleep. So definitely fall asleep, at least during one match, and I will keep you guys posted on the prepare match of the sleep. <laughs> I, love
2: the fucking, I love the fucking DJ Cal and fucking buzzer, whatever the fuck that is. Keep for, you posted for,
1: which one. For those of you listening to this episode, sound off on which match you think Bill will fall asleep during.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's our poll question. That's going to be the poll question for the episode. Which match will Bill fall asleep during?
3: <laughs> and if it's more than one, I will give you the one that I have slept the longest. Because the fast. <laughs> <So that's possible. laughs>
0: With that note, we probably ought to head to the plugs and wrap this thing up, put a bow on it, huh? Well, let's rock it. We would like for you to check out our friend Shoreline
2: Gems on Facebook at Shoreline Gems. If you're looking for some unique individual pieces of beach class jewelry, some one of a kind gifts, reasonable prices and a great product, check out our friends at Shoreline Gems on Facebook. Also, we'd like for you to check out our buddies in Luna Worldcast at LunaWorldcast.com, courtesy of Megafauna Records. Definitely check them out. You can become a Patreon member for them, and you can live stream all of their shows. You can get 15% off of their merch. So definitely check out our friends and fellow other shippers, Stephen Rafal's daughter, Taylor, who is also another shipper. And we also would like for you to check out our friends, Katie and Amy, at the What's the Vibe podcast, wherever you podcast and on YouTube. Definitely check them out. They're starting up season three for their episodes now, so definitely check them out. They usually drop every Monday, so give them a look-see on YouTube or wherever you podcast. Check out our buddy Jason D'Agostino and his buddy David on the Not Another Sports podcast, wherever you podcast and YouTube. Show them some support. Definitely want to say what's up to the Cause Chaos guys, Shard, and everybody's big brother, Stephen burho Keep getting better, everybody. Love you guys, and hopefully we'll be seeing people down the road.
3: Valentine's is over so that's a wrap hopefully you guys uh, everybody got a good gift for their significant other or for themselves if need be but now we're on a hunt because it's that time of year I look for the Arkansian leprechaun which is a the graftonian leprechaun very tiny small green thing and what i'm trying to say is get a present for your favorite leprechaun in your life you don't have to get him a pot of gold because in this economy the next best thing you could do is to get a fine product from our tea public store which we have all kinds of things as a matter of fact i'm going to might risk it all again for a big big shirt and stretch it out because i want a hickamania shirt because it's fantastic there's all yeah, kinds of designs great. there I <laughs> it's so cool yeah i made me laugh my butt off today but anyway there's so many cool designs that are hilarious fantastic apply to all kinds of stuff and jokes in the show and i promise if you get a shirt like what the hell does this mean we'll fill you in maybe if you're lucky on what some of it is but there's all kinds of cool stuff there t-shirts mugs tote bags stickers magnets all kinds of cool stuff so check it out and while you're checking stuff out if you're bored you scroll on your phone maybe pooping Looking for that pot of gold, you know, the rainbow, whatever you do, you know, don't hesitate to maybe do a little thumb tapping and and write a review for the show. Do a little rating. Give us some love. We would love it. Any exposure is good exposure. And hey, if you guys uh, have a business or any kind of service product, reach out. You can advertise on the show, especially huge in Germany. So like German chocolate that time of year. Thanks, guys.
0: Any legal business or product you have, we would love to advertise for you. (laughs) Let's let's make sure we reinforce that that it's got to be legal beyond that we would like to remind you to check out our good friends the josephines at thejosephines.net. Buy an album, buy a CD, show the guys some love. We'd also like for you to check out our good friend, Hot Rod Rodney Swift and his wife over on YouTube at It's Mr. and Mrs. Swift 2017 with their series of music reaction and re-reaction videos. Give them a like, subscribe to their account, and enjoy their content. Please check out the WrestleCopia Podcast Network and their shows, The Wrestling Grenade, Monday Night Warfare, The Wrestling Stoop with Bob Roop, the regional wrestling shows featuring Ray Ray, Roman Gomez and our good friend Uncle Jamie Ward, as well as their newest show, the Glory Days GrappleCon cast with Barry Rose and Nick Massey. You can find out all about Glory Days GrappleCon taking place on April 20th at the Rosen Center in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Get your tickets at eventbrite.com to see the world-class championship wrestling discussion panel hosted by Mark Lawrence with Missy Hyatt, Brian Adias, Jack Victory, Al Perez, and the one-man gang. A Q&A with Ron Simmons. Appearing is by Stan Hansen Matt Riddle and many more wrestling superstars I want to give a shout out to Bruce and Cindy Cohen who will be joining us at GrappleCon can't wait to see both of you in a couple of months you can find out your hotel information and everything about this great event in the Glory Days GrappleCon Facebook group or at Nick Massey's Captain's Corner Facebook page
1: speaking of our Facebook page if you're listening to this and not part of the group why not we just hit the 300 member mark this week so congratulations to everybody especially to Amy for getting a whole bunch of people to join our nice group pretty much an extension of what we do here lots of good stuff memes funny photos anything and everything you think of plus we're a pretty decent bunch of people at least I like to think so let's keep it rolling let's get the 350 400 keep the ball rolling because we can't do it without you guys that being said thanks for joining us here enjoy the chamber and we will see you next time